This is an Alert USA Threat Journal, Homeland Security Weekly Update for Saturday, April 30th, 2022. This week in security news, twice this week, Alert USA subscribers were notified via SMS messages to their mobile devices regarding safety and security matters. Most important for this report, on Monday, subscribers were informed of a warning by Russian Foreign Minister Sergei Lavrov that there is, quote, serious risk of nuclear war over Ukraine, a statement the U.S. blasted as the height of irresponsibility. In a wide-ranging interview broadcast on Russia's state-run Channel One, Lavrov invoked the possibility of the Ukraine war escalating into a nuclear conflict, despite the repeated insistence by the Kremlin that it would only use conventional weapons. Quote, these risks are very significant. I don't want them artificially inflated. The danger is serious and real. It cannot be underestimated. Unquote. Invoking the Cuban Missile Crisis of 1962, when the U.S. and the Soviet Union came close to nuclear war, Lavrov said that Moscow and Washington had understood the rules of conduct between the superpowers, but now there are few rules left. Lavrov's comments come after U.S. Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin told reporters that Washington wants to see Russian military capabilities significantly weakened. Here is Secretary Austin responding to a reporter's question during a press conference this week in Kiev. Are you defining America's goals for success any differently in Ukraine uh, now than you were at the beginning of this war? And if so, uh, what are those goals today? I'll, I'll just start and I'll let uh, our Secretary of State to give his thoughts, but I think and he's already kind of indicated the first piece of this. We want to see uh, Ukraine uh, remain a sovereign uh, country, a democratic country, able to protect its, uh, uh, its sovereign territory. Uh, we want to see Russia uh, uh, weakened uh, to the degree that it can't uh, do the kinds of things that uh, it has done uh, in, in invading Ukraine. So it has already lost a lot of military capability uh, and a lot, of, uh, a lot of its troops, quite frankly. And uh, we want to see them not have the capability to very quickly reproduce that capability. Listeners are reminded that back in February, Russian President Vladimir Putin said in a televised statement, quote, no matter who tries to stand in our way or all the more so create threats for our country and our people, they must know that Russia will respond immediately and the consequences will be such as you have never seen in your entire history, unquote. Then in March, amid a full-scale military assault on Ukraine, Putin ordered his country's nuclear forces to move to a heightened alert status. Also this week, the Kremlin warned it could target military sites in NATO countries which are supporting Ukraine amid Russia's invasion. Maria Zakharova, the Russian Foreign Ministry spokesman, suggested strikes could be authorized against NATO nations who are providing arms to Ukraine. Quote, Do we understand correctly that for the sake of disrupting the logistics of military supplies, Russia can strike military targets on the territory of those NATO countries that supply arms to the Kiev regime? After all, this directly leads to deaths and bloodshed on Ukrainian territory. Unquote. In related news, on Thursday, NATO Secretary General Jen Stoltenberg said Finland and Sweden could join the 30-nation military alliance quickly, adding that if they decide to apply, NATO would offer some form of protection should Russia try to intimidate them in the interim period. Here's a short string of comments from Secretary Stoltenberg on the matter. We are in dialogue with Finland and Sweden, and uh, it's their decision. But if they decide to apply, uh, Finland and Sweden will be warmly welcomed and expect the process to go uh, quickly. And then I'm also certain that we will be able to find arrangements for that interim period between... uh, Finland and Sweden applies, and until the formal ratification is finalized in all 30 uh, parliaments, 
So I'm confident that uh, there are ways to bridge uh, that uh, interim period in a way which is uh, good enough uh, and works for both Finland and, uh, and uh, Sweden. This is fundamentally about the right of every nation in Europe uh, to decide its own future. So when Russia tries in a way to uh, threaten to, uh, to intimidate Finland and Sweden from not applying, it just demonstrates how Russia is not respecting the basic right of every nation to choose its own path. Listeners are reminded that Russia has previously warned of nuclear deployment if Sweden and Finland join the military organization, saying it would be forced to bolster its defenses in the region. According to the UK Ministry of Defense, which publishes a daily intelligence update on the conflict, the Battle of Donbass in the far eastern side of the country remains Russia's main strategic focus in order to achieve its stated aim of securing control over the Donetsk and Luhansk regions. But due to strong Ukrainian resistance, Russian territorial gains have been limited and achieved at significant cost to Russian forces. In light of the war in Eastern Europe directly involving one nuclear power, and by proxy at least three others, the U.S., U.K., and France, as well as more saber-rattling by North Korea and near-term potential for another underground nuclear test, Alert USA has put together a collection of preparedness resources directly addressing nuclear and radiological emergencies. Links to these resources can be found in the latest issue of the Threat Journal email newsletter. In travel security news, once again, Alert USA cautions that the conflict in Eastern Europe has the potential to get much worse an accidental spillover or intentional incursion into neighboring NATO nations is a possibility. If you are planning travel abroad, regardless of the destination, Alert USA strongly recommends checking out the U.S. State Department's travel website, as well as that of the CDC, for safety, security, and health considerations for your destination, as well as for the latest evolving international travel regulations. Alert USA also recommends international travelers take a few minutes to register your trip with the State Department's Smart Traveler Enrollment Program so you can receive important information from the embassy about safety conditions in your destination country, as well as to help the U.S. Embassy contact you in an emergency. You can find more on each of the stories in this report, including links to the Nuclear Emergency Preparedness Resources in the latest issue of the Threat Journal email newsletter. Take a moment and visit ThreatJournal.com to sign up. The publication is free, and a copy of this week's issue will be immediately sent to you via email. If you would like to receive breaking threat and incident alerts on your mobile device, visit alertsusa.com. AlertsUSA continues to monitor the overall domestic and international threat environment and will immediately notify service subscribers via SMS messages and email of new alerts, warnings and advisories, or any other factors which signal a change in the overall threat picture for American citizens as events warrant. This has been an AlertsUSA Threat Journal, Homeland Security Weekly Update for Saturday, April 30th, 2022.